You're listening to episode 119 of the Pastor Writer Podcast, conversations on reading, writing, and the Christian life. I'm your host, Chase Replogle. Well, I've got a short episode for you today. Uh, later this week, I've got some interviews coming up, so those will be out shortly. But I wanted to update you on the announcement a few weeks ago I made about a publishing contract. This is the COVID season in which so much is changing, and uh, this is an announcement I wish I didn't have to make. But as with all things in this process, it's a learning experience and an experience of faith, and uh, I wanted to share an update and some details with you. A few weeks ago, I released an episode on the podcast announcing a publishing contract that I had signed. That contract had actually been several months in the making. In fact, uh, I'd been discussing the opportunity all the way back at the beginning of the year and had started writing even as that opportunity was developing. A few months ago, I signed the official contract with Zondervan for a book that I was due to deliver to them by February and that would come out the following February of 2022. I'm about three-fourths of the way through that manuscript, and I've been feeling really good about how it's going and developing. I've been having some conversations on other podcasts about the topic and really sort of picking up my momentum for finishing that project as I was coming near the end. Well, last week, I got an unexpected call from my literary agent who had received an unexpected email from the team at Zondervan. We were informed that they would no longer be proceeding with the project and would be terminating their contract with me effective immediately. They explained that the decision was due to COVID's impact on the publishing landscape and their need to reprioritize projects that they were taking on. Needless to say, it was both a surprise and a real disappointment. I'm not naive to the realities of the publishing industry. As I mentioned in my announcement a few weeks ago about that contract, I know each project is a major investment for a publisher and comes with certain risks. Me being not a famous author or famous in any right means that there's more risk around my particular project. It's disappointing that these decisions get made, though, without anyone having actually read the manuscript, the book that I'm working on, the real point of the whole project. So far, that three quarters has lived in my desktop on some printouts that I've read and shared with a couple close friends. And though the work seems to be going well, so well for me, that's not really what factors into these decisions. It is true that decisions usually come down to platform and to managing those risks. And unfortunately... Uh, this was one of those times where those risks were too great, given our current realities. When I announced that I had signed this contract in a previous episode, I quoted the movie Cool Runnings. The main character was obsessed with making it to the Olympics and taking home a gold medal. His coach offered him a piece of advice. I've been thinking a lot about it then and even more so now. The line goes, a gold medal is a wonderful thing, but if you're not enough without it, you'll never be enough with it. The truth is, People around me are losing jobs and family members. I think about things like professional sports announcing whole seasons have been canceled and baseball, the minor league players who have worked their whole lives to get that opportunity now sit at home for a whole season. The season has been a season of loss for so many people. I'm not too good to participate in that loss. And really, a publishing contract is not my highest priority. It never really has been. More than I want to publish a book, I want the character, the experience, and the voice to have something worth saying in a book. 
And I realize that this, this disappointment and whatever this season is that comes next because of it is all a part of that process. This is a season in which we're all learning how little control we actually have over things we thought we had control over. We're all learning what it means to live by faith, to trust God when things we can't keep or guarantee or plan or hold on to are lost. It's all a part of a much bigger process for all of us, a process of growing in character, growing in steadfastness and growing in our faithfulness and trust in him. So I'm going to keep writing. I feel better about this project than I ever have, and I feel God helping me and leading the work. I'm excited about the chapters I have to close the manuscript out. Uh, now is not a great time to be pitching additional publishers, but this season will pass, and I'm sure new opportunities will come. As I've often said on the podcast before, you have to really enjoy the work itself, because the truth is, the only thing you can really control are the words you put on the page. Um, what God chooses to do with those words and what comes of them after you put them down is so often not something you can control or predict or determine. But I do, as I said in that announcement a few weeks ago, want to say thank you to you. So many of you have reached out with encouraging words, and the few people I've shared this disappointing news with have been so encouraging about continuing the project. So, like all of us, uh, I'm going to keep hanging in there. You keep hanging in there. Keep trusting that God is always at work, even in ways that you may not fully understand or be able to see. It's always been that way across all of these biblical stories, all of these times and lives that have come before us. And they help us remember it's that way with us, too. We may not have as much control as we would like, but it's that context, it's that place that allows us to experience new faith and new hope and new joy and contentment. It'll be that way for me in this project, too. How about a little Eugene Peterson to close this episode out? Um, in his great book, Run with the Horses, The Quest for Life at Its Best, he writes about the story of Jeremiah. And at one point, he writes this. Jeremiah's letter is a rebuke and a challenge. Quit sitting around feeling sorry for yourself. The aim of the person of faith is not to be as comfortable as possible, but to live as deeply and thoroughly as possible, to deal with the reality of life, discover truth, create beauty, act out love. You didn't do it when you were in Jerusalem. Why don't you try doing it here in Babylon? Don't listen to the lying prophets who make an irresponsible living by selling you false hopes. You were in Babylon for a long time. You better make the best of it. Don't just get along, waiting for some miraculous intervention. Build houses, plant gardens, marry husbands, marry wives, have children, pray for the wholeness of Babylon, and do everything you can to develop that wholeness yourself. The only place you have to be human is where you are right now. The only opportunity you will ever have to live by faith is in the circumstances you were provided this very day. This house you live in, this family you find yourself in, this job you have been given, the weather conditions that prevail at this moment. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time.
As always, you can find show notes for today's episode by going to pastorwriter.com slash 119. You can also choose to subscribe or leave a review. I really appreciate those of you who take the time to do both. It helps the podcast continue to grow. As always, thanks for listening. Until next time.